Welcome to Dissecting the Markets. Before we get started, know that this episode is not financial advice. All content should be considered opinionated. We are not responsible for any gains and losses. I am neither a licensed nor registered financial expert. Please see a financial advisor before making investment decisions. Now, please listen to our sponsor. So for for this episode, we're going to talk about GNC, a company that has a chain of stores selling a variety of health and nutrition products. Now, many see GNC as a victim of the retail apocalypse or even the Amazon effect. Now, GNC stock has fallen a lot from its all-time high in 2013. Due to a variety of reasons, like its aggressive membership program and competition from peers like Amazon and Walmart, sales for the company has dropped significantly. There are things that attract me to the stock. One is that their cash per share is $1.62. Even if the stock is trading at, here, let me check the current price. Right now, it's trading at $1.48 a share, which is still below um, the amount of cash they have per share. Um, Now, what this means is that we get the business and we get some cash as well at such a cheap price. Also, the high short interest is quite intriguing for a company like this. If the company were to buy itself out, like... The stock would just skyrocket, in my opinion. Now, while the high short interest might be bearish for the company and its investors, with loads of cash in its balance sheet, at any point, a violent short squeeze could happen. The short squeeze might not come if GNC continues to deteriorate. So let's talk about the turnaround. So... Recently, not really recent, but like a couple months back, GNC actually had a partnership with Amazon to alleviate some of it, some of the pressures and in order to help maintain survival. Um, in one of their conference calls, uh, they act- management actually warned that the partnership could be ending. And I believe it has already ended. I am not quite sure, but... At least GNC partnered with Amazon again, but this time in pickup centers. So overall, though, even though if GNC's partnership with Amazon, it's like first partnership didn't do well, at least GNC has been able to partner with Amazon again with something that could work. Now, this partnership, the pickup centers, it does help GNC with its declining foot traffic. And while the benefits of it isn't clear yet, if you think about it, we're not sure if people will actually take the time out of their day from picking up the packages to checking out what stuff GNC is selling. Now, GNC has also made an attempt to expand into the cannabis industry. Now, GNC... Um, has introduced 12 new CBD-infused 
topical cream products from Physicians Grade and Myoderm. And those products, they also include like facial creams, body lotions, shampoo, and its attempt to get into the CBD industry just um, shows that they're trying to regain interest in foot traffic, especially with CBD being a new hot thing. Now, just note that those 12 new CBD products will be sold exclusively in GNC stores. So if those products do really well and they end up creating a cult following, then GNC will have more hope of becoming relevant in this day of age for many consumers. And for those of you wondering, CBD is the non-psychoactive ingredient in marijuana that treats pain but doesn't get users high. So they'll be safe when they go into CBD, sorry, into the cannabis industry. Now let's talk about the other product lines that they're banking on in order to spur growth. So there are actually two new product lines that GNC has released recently. Um, you got Tamiflex Joint Health Supplements and you got Earth Genius Plant-Based Supplements. Now those two brands have done really well over the past few years and overall if GNC just focuses on presenting better product lines in its stores, you know, putting it there, presenting it all, then I believe that GNC could soon, could soon return to sales growth. And there are other catalysts out there. Um, you got the divestment of weaker brands like Lucky Vitamin. Um, you got the $300 million investment secured from China's Harbin Pharmaceutical Group. And you got the a joint venture with um, their supplier IVC to streamline its supply lines. All of these are helping GNC executes turnaround. Now, regarding that secured investment of three hundred million, so at this time of recording, GNC its market cap is a hundred and twenty five point twenty two million. Now, if they accept that investment, or you could call it a buyout offer from that Chinese pharmaceutical company, man, that stock price will skyrocket. And regarding the divestment of the weaker brands, it's these weaker brands, they're holding back GNC from success. By removing them, they can actually rise and hopefully become successful once again. So overall, GNC has done a lot to combat the, its deteriorating business. And the success of some of those actions have actually given some investors hope. While data hasn't been released on the success of its CBD lines, with the company's focus on being the exclusive distributor of many great vitamin and supplement lines, the company can soon start gaining re relevance to people's daily lives, especially if those products become exclusively sold at GNC stores. Now, while I've explained a lot of great stuff of GNC and how there seems to be a lot of hope for its turnaround, 
Note that there are still issues with the company. Now, sales growth. Um, sales actually continue to slow in the company. They haven't been growing. And the big, the big issue with GNC is the many lawsuits that they're experiencing. Now, the supplements industry is unregulated, so GNC is exposed to a lot of risk, especially since it's the, one of the biggest suppliers of supplements. Sorry, I mean retailers. Now, looking at their quarterly and annual SEC filings, you can find that there are many lawsuits that the company discloses to its investors. Now, the, while the company hasn't given estimates on many of those lawsuits, there is a chance that those lawsuits could be detrimental to the company, hindering the turnaround efforts. Now, the lawsuit could go as far as leading the company to bankruptcy and others, maybe not. But these lawsuits are really are really that they can be really detrimental to the company and it's something that many investors need to pay attention to especially when you're trying to bet on the turnaround so guys thank you so much for listening please share this podcast with your friends and family and others that like listening to finance and have a wonderful day